Hello. This is episode 9 of the COM 122 podcast. Last week, we focused on commercial media mandate. To revisit some concepts here. A mandate refers to the foremost purpose, that is, what is the media organization's mission, and who and what does it serve? In commercial media mandate, media organization's chief goal is generating profits. This week, we focus on a type of media organizations that do not prioritize profit making. They are based on non-commercial media mandates. More specifically, we will cover public media, community media, and government media. First, let's begin with a recent op-ed in the New York Times, calling for a PBS-type public alternative to social media. The piece, which you can read in the optional reading folder, begins with issues planking social media. Such issues include propaganda, disinformation, and political radicalization. The author argues that commercial social media platforms like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter operate on a business model that maximizes audience attention, collect and commodify as much data as possible about the audience. Thus, these platforms tend to amplify the loudest and scariest voices. Precisely because of that, the platforms are toxic democracy. So the author, Mark Courtney, who is a former director of Tumblr, proposed a non-profit social media that prioritizes community interest over profit, like PBS and NPR in the mass media domain. Mark's proposal is interesting. It pointedly addresses the strengths of non-commercial media mandates in protecting public interest and serving community needs. Let's unpack that point. Public media, as the name suggests, is supposed to be by the public and for the public. More explicitly, many public media outlets have the mission of educating, informing, entertaining, meeting community information needs and contributing to community development. Previously, we mentioned that non-commercial media mandates, while playing a marginal role in the U.S. media landscape, is the dominant mandate in Europe. For instance, in the U.K., BBC, which is the country's public broadcaster, has the largest share of TV audience. Public service broadcasting channels in the U.K. account for 72 of the total TV audience. PBS is hardly that popular in the United States. Generally speaking, public media are funded through general tax revenues, government grants, donations, and individual contributions, license fees, and to a lesser degree corporate sponsorships and advertising. Across the Atlantic, the public media in the U.S. and U.K. are considerably different in terms of its major funding sources. In the U.K., 74 of the British Broadcasting Corporation's revenue comes from TV license fees paid by households watching or recording live television transmissions. The TV license fee is mandatory for any TV household. A standard TV license is currently 154.5 British pound. You can think of the TV license fee as some sort of taxation. Only 26 of BBC's revenue comes from commercial operations, such as BBC Studio, which is a commercial production subsidiary of the BBC. You can listen to BBC on a local NPR station here in the U.S., or stream it anywhere in the world. One thing you will notice is that BBC rarely has any paid advertising. That said, over the past centuries, BBC has grown into a non-profit media empire with a vast holding of channels, stations, and studios. Some of the BBC's commercial operations, such as BBC Global News, do draw advertising revenue. For more info, Read the optional reading on how BBC News creates new content verticals to drive more ad revenue. Turning our focus back to the US. Here, the most recognizable brands of public media are PBS, NPR, and APM, 
which stands for American Public Media. The funding sources for public media in America is quite diverse. It comes from individual donations, corporate sponsorships, grants, and funding from universities, as well as state and federal governments. So, yes, your tax money in part supports America's public media. And unlike BBC, you do hear ads or corporate sponsored messages on NPR and PBS. Funding for public media is a divisive political issue in the US. The budget planned by the Trump administration cut a significant portion of government funding for public media. Conservatives and liberals are also divided over whether the US government should fund public media. I should note that NPR, APM, and PBS are not government media because they are not funded directly by governments. Around 1015 of the funding of PBS and NPR comes from an entity called CPB, short for Corporation for Public Broadcasting. CPB was created in 1967 as a private, non-profit corporation with the mission of ensuring universal access to non-commercial, high-quality content in telecommunications services. As an entity enacted by the US Congress, CPB's budget comes mostly from an annual appropriation from Congress. With the money, CPB then distributes the fund to different public media outlets. As the mission of public media is to serve the public interest, public media tend to be the most trusted media brands. A recent survey on News Trust shows that BBC, PBS, NPR, and public television in general are the most trusted news sources by the American public. PBS is also known for creating top-notch educational content for kids. However, funding sources for public media have become increasingly limited due to budget cuts and the administration's unfriendly attitude towards public media. This is an alarming signal to a democracy that requires informed citizenry. It also points to a potential weakness in public media mandates that its funding sources could be constrained by a country's politics and economic situation. Next, onto community media. Look around, you will find quite a few local media outlets that follow the community media mandate. They could be a student-run newspaper in your school or a media outlet funded by and serves your local community. Here in the Pioneer Valley, we have Amherst Media. Do you know how the outlet is funded? While Amherst Media is partly supported by advertising you see on its website and individual donations, it is mainly funded by franchise fees the town of Amherst used to charge cable operators for the use of the local right-of-way. With the different funding structure and its goal of serving the public and local community, public media and community media's content is considerably different from those you see on commercial media. They are also held to a different standard. So, here is a question for you. Do you think NPR and PBS have accomplished their mission?